Good morning, November 10th. Ski season. Unexpected. Uh, much appreciated. Spectacular early season skiing so far. I've, I've skied a couple days, but like really high quality days. Um, rolling to Targi wicked early, 5.30 in the morning. Trying to get some skiing in this shoulder season and beat this body back into shape and uh, and optimize the uh, the downtime family time so it, early mornings are the are the ticket or the call because uh, the winter is going to be busy even busier uh, it's great it, it's there's more snow than I've ever seen this time of year which is just a, a great thing um, I'm rolling up to Targi outside of Drake's where the ski resort is not yet open so skin up the resort and ski there uh, I've done it once already and it's great oh, oh excuse me yawn I mean that is expected uh, two things today on the on the and on the general theme of, of where parenting meets mountains um, or not, not 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 they're not both parenting and they're I shouldn't say that. It's not about parenting this time around, and it, it seldom is. I try and this podcast is a, as much about parenting as any new parents speaking is. You know, we get together with other parents, and all we talk about is our kids. We get together with other non-parents, and all we talk about is our kids. Uh, it's a big deal, of course. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not talking about parenting specifically. It's just that's what comes up. That's what's going on right now, and I find it fascinating to to examine here where and how and the ramifications of of parenting in this mountain life. So one and two topics, one of which is actually entirely independent of parenting. We'll go to that one first. So the uh, I, I, I'm 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 in the outdoor profession. I work outdoors with my body relied on that for decades now and now a little family is reliant upon that but I've never been entirely reliant I've always had a side hustle I've documented this elsewhere but I had a little a, a cool moment last night a milestone uh, the side hustles have I've always kept them first it was substitute teaching as I got into guiding it was perfect flexible uh, easy on the body um, seasonal compliment seasonally complimentary uh, is because there's nothing going on in the summer for substitute teaching, and that's when guiding, entry-level guiding is the busiest. Uh, it allowed, uh, it always left the possibility of rapidly scaling up if guiding didn't work out for whatever reason. I could scale it up. All those things are good. This, so that's sort of my checklist. That, that, that set the bar for what constitutes a great complement to guiding. It was, it was seasonally complimentary. Uh, rapidly scaled up, easy on the body, entirely different feel, different economic sector. Uh, so that was great. Then uh, so I moved on from substitute teaching as I took up freelance writing, which was also easy on the body, paid a little bit, paid quite a bit better. Um, seasonally, I could make it what I wanted. Uh, scale up. It was definitely scalable. When when those first COVID months, I was able to to rapidly increase my workload as guiding shut down, which was a huge huge benefit. 
Um, so it real good. It wasn't uh, the, the the drawback to that was all the computer time. It's just a lot of computer time and lots of jobs have lots of computer time now. I get it. Um, but I, those years, as I was doing the, a ton of freelance writing, um, and I still do it, but I do a lot less, just enough to keep my foot in the door, essentially, so that it can be scaled up. Uh, but it's probably one-tenth of what I used to do. any case, those in doing that, I was all my career development, I've always envisioned having a family, and it's just always been on my mind, and what it would be like to have a family in, in XYZ scenario uh, and what sort of career moves I wanted to make in light of my desire to have a family. Now I've got that little family. Uh, so what, what I envisioned, the, the freelance writing is just so much computer time at home and, and I I guess I, I didn't like, didn't love the idea of uh, the only the, the main thing my my, my offspring, my child saw me doing for work was computer time. Guiding it, she's not going to see me do that for a decade. Uh, and, and that, so then all she'd see was was just computer time. And, and she'll have a computery job, I'm sure, when she's older. But I just wanted something that she could see, uh, me do for work weird weird goal maybe but that was that was a huge part of my my motivation uh so then since then in more recent years starting well starting 2017 i had the opportunity to to participate in 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 managing rental properties my own my own properties as rentals renting out my place uh weird way of saying it i started renting out the house in 2017 and I've since scaled up from there. I've got I did Airbnb or long-term rental first, then a year, couple years of Airbnb as I move out into the camper. And then in 2020, we bought a, a Rosie and I bought a second place, and now we have a place we live, an attached apartment, and a standalone rental house. So three units. We live in one, two rentals, and uh, that's that's the newest addition to the side hustle, and that has replaced a bunch of the freelance writing it's not rapidly scalable if i guiding doesn't work out i'm not gonna it's just not feasible to rapidly add more rental volume and there's lots of different ways of managing rentals uh and the as it pertains to my my family goals uh basically it could be outsourcing a lot of the the work itself the could the 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 repairs and the property maintenance and additions and renovations and stuff, but I haven't. I've taught myself very slowly and very clumsily to do the things. Uh, Repairing heaters and changing faucets and adding walls and adding a kitchen sink and, you know, fairly major renovations in addition to drywall and floors and stuff like that uh it's been cool it's rewarding it's not my strength by any means it's uh, that sort of attention to detail is not uh not something i'm 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 good at but i've been doing it and and, in the back of my mind is always this idea that well charlie can can 
can see me go and repair the neighbor's oven, the, the attendant's oven, and, and that that's part of my job. And it's a, it's a real tangible thing I do, and real tangible work like that has, has value and is important. And, and just yesterday, for the first time, I got to take her to work on a, on a mission like that. One of the houses has a heater, heater issue. The house has a heater issue. Uh, I was running the Charlie show for the day, as we put it. Uh, so I took Charlie with me, and she sat right there with me And uh, as I worked. And she has no idea, but it was important to me. It was super valuable to me to, to have her see that and experience that. Uh, and, and know that we can keep doing that. And she can see uh, this, this opera, this, that, that she can see that work can involve repairing things, basically. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But it was really cool. It was a neat milestone. And, and the, 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 uh, the realization of, of a long vision and dream, a weird one has nothing to do with mountains, except that my mountain career uh, demands a side hustle, or, or uh, I feel best working in the mountains when I know I have backup options and plans and such in place. So that's that's a wrap on that. Second topic for this morning is uh, more directly related to Charlie. Um, I guess I said that both topics were unrelated to parenting, but I don't know where I got that from. That was fatigue. Uh, they're both definitely related to parenting and mountains. This one's more so. The other day, again, I was I was running the Charlie show on my own and ran some errands over to Jackson, an hour away. And uh, it went fine. Um, had the, took all the supplies Plan it out where was gonna where she's gonna sleep and when and where she's gonna eat and when and stuff and finish all our errands and we're driving back and she's really grouchy in the car seat more way more so than usual and I felt bad it was out of her rhythm it was out of her normal routine I, I took her out of her normal routine uh, I had you know it had a fair a number of complicated errands so largely ignoring her and I was like shoot this was not ignoring her but she's just dragging along for the for the ride and then the drive back she was miserable and um just 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 crying and I tried music and tried all the things that I that I could think of doing while driving talking to her of course uh no luck no success on that uh front um and just upset, and and I, and I was like, oh, she just maybe she doesn't even like hanging out with me, you know. I took it personally, uh, and thinking of rather complicated solutions, you know, or or co- fairly complicated causes for this. She doesn't like me. Uh, the, I broke her routine. Um, I ignored her for for a few hours here, and. Uh, and I like I sort of mire in my own head as I'm driving and talking to her and flicking through the radio stations and tossing her random things as toys. The window scraper satisfied her for a few minutes. Uh, just go running through my head like I just screw this all up. 
you know, this sucks. I'm way, way out of my league. Whatever, right? Like parenting brain does to you or can do to you. Uh, and then, like, the, literally the last minutes of the drive home, like, I realized that I'd entirely forgotten to feed her. Uh, and it was, like, 45 minutes late for, for what she generally takes a pot. And she's fine now. But it was a very basic issue. The, the issue is that she did I hadn't fed her. And she was upset about that. She was hungry. She didn't have blood sugar in her little brain. Uh, and I made it into something very different in my own head. I took it personally. And... Uh, that's that's a drag and that's a that's a huge decision making trap and a common one especially in relatively inexperienced environments environments in which I'm unexperienced anyone's unexperienced or lower experience the we get distracted something we 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 overlook something it starts to snowball and and we we catastrophize it and jump to complex solutions and take it personally when really the solution is quite simple um, and that's mountain stuff for sure that's mountain stress management that's mountain decision making in a nutshell uh, it's complex environment but often the solutions are quite simple it's our own uh, preoccupied overactive brains that prevent us from seeing the simple solutions and I was exactly there in parenting. And this was not the first time with Charlie that that this exact scenario played out where uh, I overlooked a very simple solution to, to a seemingly complex problem because of my uh, just, just taking it personally, taking the situation personally. Um, yeah. There's a little a little glimpse into a day, a couple days in the life of, of Jed as a parent, uh, and maybe some, some extrapolation to, to mountain matters. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening in.